Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Today's Amud is Dafchaf Amud Aleph. We're in the middle of learning a brisa that describes what happens if a machat, if a needle is found in the basar, in the meat of a carbon. And the brisa had told us that the meat is tame. The question is that we know that all solid food, in order to be able to become tame, it needs to first become what we call mukhshar lekabotuma. Mukhshar lekabotuma means that one of the seven mashkin, yad shochadam, which is a Rosh Tevois, for the different forms of liquid, whether it's uh, uh, wine, yayin, the, the dalit stands for dam, and the shin stands for shemen, and so on and so forth, different, different mashkim. And if the solid food is touched by mashkim, then it becomes mukhshar, it becomes ready, lekabel tuma, to be able to receive tuma. Until solid food becomes wet, it does not become Tomei, even if something Tomei touches it. That means that if a Sheretz touches dry food, the food is not Tomei, unless it had been touched by a liquid by one of the Mashkim. So if we have this basar that's being cut by a sakin and the, by the kayane and he finds a machat, he finds a needle in the basar and we're saying that the basar becomes tamay, it becomes important for us to clarify when and how did this basar become mukhshar, become ready lekabel tumah. So let's start from the very end of the second line on We said that the meat is Tomei. This Basar, how did it become Ro'oi Lekabel How did it become Mukhshar Lekabel if you say that it became roi lekabel tuma because of the blood of the carbon itself, the animal comes equipped with mashkim. It has mashkim in it. It has dam. But that can't be because we learned previously that there is a special halacha about the dam of karbonis that it does not create hechsher lekabel tuma. The reason for this is because only mashkim that are similar to water in that water is something that we would freely spill onto the ground so only then do we do do we consider it to be a mashkin to make something mukhshar lekabel but dam of karbonos which needs to be put onto the mizbeach so we cannot allow it to spill onto the ground so that is not roi that's not similar to water and therefore it does not create hechsher lekabel so the Gemara says, Inema, if you say the iskasher bedam, that it became mukhshir lekabel because of the blood of the animal, veha omar abchia bar abba omar rabbi oichanon. But didn't rabchia bar abba say in the name of rabbi oichanon, minayin ledam kodshim she'enoi machshir? How do you know that the blood of kodshim does not make something roi lekabel tumah? 
Shenemar, as the Pasuk says, Loisoichlenu, don't eat it when it's talking about blood. Alhaoretz Tishpechenu Kamoyim, it should be spilled on the ground like water. Dam Shenishpach Kamayim, Machshir, blood that spilled like water makes something roi lekabeltuma. But if it's not, does not spill like water. And the dam of carbonos cannot be spilled like water. So therefore, that's not an option. Maybe there's another option. But as we've learned, there are other mashkin. They would keep water, Lamashal, in the base mitbachaya, in the place of the shechita in the base amikdash. And maybe the water that's in the base hashchita, um, ended up touching the meat. The, maybe perhaps the meat was washed. And, and that's how the meat became ro'oi lekabel tumah. Zakti Gemara, that can't be. Vehoomar Rabbi Yosi Bereb Chanina, but Rabbi Yosi Bereb Chanina said, "Mashki basement b'chaya, the liquids that are in the base hashchita loidayon shehein dechein." Not only are they considered tahar, as we've learned previously, that Chazal were metaher liquids in the by the base hamikdash in order to try to prevent kudshim from becoming needlessly tame elo she'en machshir not only that but the water in the beimit bachaya also doesn't make something roi lekabel tuma now you may be wondering if you remember that we have come across this in the past. The Gemara before brings this, the Gemara and Aftazayin, this concept that mashki beis mitra doesn't make something roi to be makabel tumah. And the Gemara said there that it's referring specifically to blood and that the water in the beis mitra does make something roi lekabel tumah. Taisfus here points this out and says that our Gemara did not want to be madchik itself. It did not want to create, it did not want to push itself to narrow the, the meaning of Rabbi Yosi Bereb Chanina that when he said the liquids in base mitbachaya are not machshir, something lekabel tumah, that it means specifically blood. That's something that's, that, that would be a, a, what we call a daichek, that it's a, it's a little bit pushed into the words of Rabbi Yaisi Barab Chanina. We would prefer to understand Rabbi Yaisi Barab Chanina at face value that he means all mashkin. And the reason that it's not machshir lekabel tumah is because Rabbi Yaisi Barab Chanina holds that only liquids that are at their source, not liquids that are talush, that are separated from their source, make something machshir lekabel tumah. In any event, the Gemara says it can't be the liquids in the basement bachaya. So it can't be the dam, and it can't be the liquids in the basement bachaya. Zokti Gemara ve'elo de iskashar bechibas hakodesh. It maybe it became muchsher with a concept called chibas hakodesh. This is something that we've mentioned in the past in a little bit of a different context. A while back we learned that even though gecholim, even though coals are not food, but 
at the Mokim HaMikdash, by the base HaMikdash, they can become Tomei-like food because of something called Chibas HaKodesh. Chibas HaKodesh means that the Chashivas, the elevated status of Kodesh, makes us consider things to be like Eichel, to be like readily um, uh, uh, able to become Tomei food, even when they are not. So similarly, our Gemara says that Chibas HaKodesh can make something considered even though it never came in contact with liquid. So the Gemara says, It became Muchshar through Chibas HaKodesh. Zogdi Gemara, one second. This that there's an, a, a concept of Chibas HaKodesh, that the elevated status, the Chaviv, the beloved status of Kodesh, makes um, Kodesh such that we will consider it to be Ro'i, to be Makabal Tumma. That's only when we're talking about the object itself, the Kodesh itself, regarding its ability to become Tame. But we did not know that we can extend this so far as to say that Chibas HaKodesh will say that not only can it become Tameh, but it can also be involved in the transference of Tumah to other things. Um, this is something that's described in our Gemara as the ability of to count Rishain and Shani. Counting Rishon and Shani means that we look at it as something that's roi for the transference of Tuma, not just something that receives Tuma. Zokti Gemara, Eimor de Mahan Chibas HaKodesh. When do we say that Chibas HaKodesh benefits, make something Muchshel LeKabel Tuma Le'if Sulei Gufei, for it itself to become possible? But lemimna be rishain v'sheni nami, would you say also that it has the ability to, of the transference of tuma that you can count rishain and sheni that there are madregos of tuma that come out from it? But in our brisa, it does seem like the meat is not just puzzle, but the meat has the ability to extend tuma to other things because we don't say the basar is. Puzzle, which would indicate that it itself is disqualified because of Tuma, but not that it could transfer to other things. Rather, we say the Basar is Tame, which seems to indicate that not only does it itself become Tame, but that it transfers Tuma. We always use the term Tame instead of Puzzle when we're discussing transferable Tuma. And if it's true that Chibas HaKodesh would have that power, so then Tifshay Deboi Rishlakish, we should answer from based on our Brisa, we should answer Rishlakish's Shaila. Because Rishlakish had a Shaila, Deboi Rishlakish, because Rishlakish had a Shaila, Tzrid Shel if you have the dry part of a carbon mincha, the flower of a carbon mincha that was not muksha lekabel tuma, Rishlakish wanted to know, Mainin by Rishain Vishaini Oiloi. Does it become muksha lekabel tuma to the extent that it becomes 
possible to transfer Tumah that we count Rishain and Shani from it or not? And if that's the way you're going to understand our Brisa, it should be clear from our Brisa that we are Maina Rishain Vishaini from something that's only considered Muchshel Akabel Tumah because of Chibas HaKodesh. So the Gemara wants to say another option how this meat became Muchshel Akabel Tumah. Omar Rav Yehuda, Omar Shmuel, Rav Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel, Kegoin Shehoisa Poro Shel Shlomim. We're talking about that, the, that this cow, this meat came from a cow that was being used for a carbon shlamim. And the owners were concerned to be able to use the parts of the animal that are usable, um, that they wanted it to be in tip-top shape. So, Veheviro bin Nahar. Before they brought the cow to get shechted by the base Hamikdosh, they brought it through a river. They wanted it to get good and soaking wet. Vishachta, and then they shechted it. Vaadayin mashke toifeach oleho. And there was still, um, very wet mashkin on it. So it became from the water that was on it from before it was shechted. And that's the final conclusion as to how the basar became ro'oi, became mukhshir l'kabel the Gemara now goes on to, to explain the very end of that b'raisa. Nimtzeis b'peresh, that we said that if the machat is found, not in the meat of the animal, but as we're cutting open the animal, it's found in the waste of the animal. Hakol tahar, it's all tahar. And the Gemara assumes in the Hava Amina that this waste is a liquidy waste, and therefore it has a din of mashkin. So the Gemara asks, Vini hader perish, vinitmi elebosar, let this mashkin of waste, um, make the bosar tame. Didn't we learn at length in the last few days that mashkin has the ability to be metame oichel? So why can't, why don't we say that the perish is metame the bosar? Your assumption was wrong. We're not talking about waste that's liquidy waste. If so, you would be right. Rather, we're talking about a thick waste, uh, 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 something that's considered solid and not liquid, and the mela, it does not transfer to the basar. Ravashi Omar, Afiluteimo beperesh racho. Ravashi says you could even say we're talking about liquidy soft waste, which is liquidy waste, and still we will not say that it spreads tuma to the basar because, and this is a member from Ravashi that we've had in the past, Mishum Dahavi Mashke Saruach, because it's spoiled, it's not drinkable Mashke. And the halacha is that the mashke that the pasuk describes as being able to be metame oichlin is specifically mashke that is drinkable. But this perish is obviously not drinkable, and the mela, we will not say that it could be metame the basar.
We've now completed learning the Brisa from before, and now the Gemara brings another Memra that Atana said in front of Rav Sheshas. Tani Tano Kameidu Rav Sheshas. This is the third Indian on this Amur. We started off discussing the Basar being Muksha Lakabal then we move along to the waste of the animal to understand that case. And now thirdly, we're we're mentioning this brysa that was said over in front of Rav Sheshas. And the Tana said in front of Rav Sheshas, Tonitano Kameide Rav Sheshas, Sheretz metame es hamashkin, a Sheretz could be metame mashkin. If a Sheretz touches liquid, it makes the liquid tame. Umashkin metamen esakli, and mashkin can then turn around and be metame akli. Now this is a unique uh, halacha. We have learned several times that many um, tanoim say that mashkin either doesn't have the power to make anything tame, or that it doesn't have the power at the very least to make kalim tame. It was just Rabbi Yehuda. And not only Rabbi Yehuda, but Rabbi Yehuda specifically in his Hava Amina. It was Rabbi Yehuda as he was mentioned before he was Chayzer, that Rabbi Yehuda said that Mashkin has the ability to be Metame Akeli. So Sheretz Metame as Hamashkin, Umashkin Metame Nesakli, that's the special din of Rabbi Yehuda in his Hava Amina. Ukli, and now this Kli that's Tomei, Metame as Ha'oichlen can then make Oichlen Tomei, the Ha'oichlen Metame as Hamashkin, and food could make Mashkin Tomei, the Ha'oichlen is Metame as Hamashkin, the Lamadnu, and we've learned Shalosh Tomeis Besheretz, three Tomeis that can come out from a Sheretz. Now, this is mystifying. Because if you're counting along, you see that there are actually four Tumas that are coming out of the Sheretz. There's the Mashkin. The Sheretz is Mitami the Mashkin. That's number one. Then the Mashkin is Mitami the Kli. That's number two. And then the Kli is Mitami the Oichlin. That's number three. And the Oichlin is Mitami the Mashkin. That's number four. So why does it say three Tumas B'Sheretz if the Brisa says four? Which is the Gemara's Kasha. Hani Arboin. This is four. This is Dafka four. Rashi points out that the Gemara's Kasha is not only because the word Shalosh says three and it should be four. There's something deeper going on here. Because when you have a Kali that's Metame Oichlin, which is Metame Mashkin. So you have a, a, a pot, a vessel that is able to make food tame, and then that food could make drink tame. That's something that, that we learn from a Pasuk in the Torah that we've been discussing over the past few days, that the Pasuk tells us that when a keli becomes tame, um, it says, Kol yitma, and we say, according to certain Tanoim, that we read Yitma Yitame, that it has the ability to be Mitame. So the food that's in a Kali that became Tame has the ability to be Mitame. However, if you look back at that Pasuk in Parsha Shmini, 
you'll see that that Pasuk is specifically talking about a keli that became directly Tomei from being touched by a Sheretz or from a Sheretz being inside it. But if a keli only became Tomei because Mashkin made the keli Tomei, we have no makar to say that that tumah in the keli is so profound that it has the ability to be metame oichlen, which can then be metame mashkin. But the Gemara expresses all of this by saying that that why why does it say f- four steps if you're saying velomadnu shalosh tumos b'sheres? So clearly there's some mistake here. Something needs to be edited. Zakti Gemara, we have some editing to do. Goiz mashkin derasha erase cut out like to be goizes cut out the first mashkin. So in other words, the way to read it is that a sheretz could be metamei kli. And a kli could be metame food, and food could be metame mashkin. Say the other way around. Why, did, why are you taking out the first, you know, the first thing that the sheretz touches? Why don't you take out the last thing that the sheretz touches? Goiz mashkin de sefer. Take out the mashkin and the sefer. Say that a sheretz touched the mashke. The mashke touched the keli, which was metameit, like Rabbi Yehuda, in his Havamina. And then the keli touched oichel and was metameit. And just don't push it the next step to say that the oichel was metame mashkin. Zakti Gemara, no. We'd rather take out the mashkin of the sefer. Because, why? Zakti Gemara, loy ashkechon tano de omar mashkin metamen kli. There is no tano that says that mashkin could be, that liquids could be metame akeli. Elo Rabbi Yehuda, only Rabbi Yehuda. And Rabbi Yehuda, we've said earlier, Vehodarbe. Rabbi Yehuda was chayzer from saying that mashkin could be metameyakli, so we're left with zero tanoim that say that mashkin could be metameyakli. So therefore, that would, that seems to make sense to take out that first mashkin that's being, that became tame from the sheretz and is being metameyakli because it's not accurate according to any tana and even Rabbi Yehuda who had said that was Chayzer, he changed his mind. So the way we leave it now is that a Sheretz could be Metame Akli, which could be Metame Oichlin, which could be Metame Mashkin. Zakti Gemara, a way to remember this, the Gemara says, V'simonech, your simen, is Nezaisa. Nezaisa is like a keli that's used to make beer where they begin with a keli, and then they put in oichel, they put in the food, that's the barley, and then they put in the liquid, the mayim, after that. So that's how we remember the sheretz touched the keli, which touched oichel, which touched mashke. Just think about how to make beer, and you'll remember this brysa. Okay, so that was the third halacha for this amud, and we'll end with the fourth halacha. Tnan Hasam we learned over there in a Mishnah. The Mishnah says as follows: Sheretz shenimtza betanur. 
if a sheretz is found in a oven. An oven, Rabbi say, is a kli cheres. It's made out of earthenware. Hapas shebisaychai shnia. The bread that's in the oven is a sheni. Because the oven is a rishon. Well, the sheretz is an av. The sheretz touches the tanur. So that makes it into a rishon. And the tanur touches the bread, which makes it into a sheni. Sakti Gemara. Ravada Barahava said to Rava, Why don't we look at this oven as if it's filled with tumah? Now, before we even continue this sentence, one second, hold on a second. Why did this even, why do you even think like that? What made you think that we should consider the oven as if it's filled with tumah? So Rashi explains, that the reason that Ravada Barav is suggesting that we consider the oven as if it's filled with Tumah is because we know that the Sheretz does not need to touch the Tanur in order to make the Tanur Tameh. The Pasuk tells us that if a Sheretz even is, goes into the airspace of a Tanur, it makes the Tanur Tameh. How does it do that? So Ravada Barahava is suggesting that the way that works is that we consider it as if the inside of a klicheres is full, so that as so when the sheretz goes into the airspace, it's like it's touching the tanur. But if that's true, we should also consider it as if it's touching the bread. So the Gemara says, Let's consider this oven as if it's filled with Tumah, So then the bread would be considered a Rishain, not a Sheni, because it would be considered as if there's direct contact between the Sheretz and the Lechem, if we say that the Tumah of the Sheretz expands to encompass the whole airspace of the Tanur. Omar do not think this way. We see from a Pasuk, from a Drasha, that this is not the way to look at the Tanur. Detanyu, as we learned in Ebraiso, Yochol yiyu kol hakelim mitamin me'avir klicheres. You might say that all kelim that are in a klicheres become tome from the airspace of a klicheres. And this really, if you think about it, is this question, because kelim do not become tome from a rishain. Only food could become Tameh from a Rishain. So if the Bryce is suggesting that Kalim could become Tameh in a Klicheres, it really is none other than Rav Adabarahava's question, do we consider the Tumah in a Klicheres to be filling the entire Kali and therefore making all the Kalim in the Klicheres a Rishain? Let's turn the Amr to Davchof Amid Beis, Talmud Loimar. 
the Pasuk tells us, Kal Asher Yitma When the Pasuk tells us that if something is inside a Klicheres, everything inside it becomes Tameh, the Pasuk says it in reference specifically to food. And right near it, Mikol HaOichel, from any food. Zokti Gemara, Oichel Metameh Me'avir Klicheres. Food, which can be a shani, that becomes tummy from the airspace of a klicheres. The ain kol ha-kelem metamen me'avir klicheres, but other kelem are not metame from the airspace of a klicheres, meaning that although we say that if there's something tame in within the airspace of a klicheres, that it's metame the klicheres, but it's not as if this tumma fills the whole keli and makes everything else in, in it into a rishain. Rather, it's just metame the klicheres, and the klicheres then is metame the food that is in it. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myra McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.